This is the Comp Effect Podcast. When you focus on workers' compensation, you'll have a safer work environment, more productive staff, lower expenses, and you'll crush your competition. We're sharing real-world stories, actionable tips, business-friendly advice, and information to help your business. I'm your host, Todd Tams. Enjoy the show. Welcome back, everybody, to today's episode of Comp Talk. I'm your host, Todd Tams. And today, we're going to talk about why job descriptions are so important for your company, especially when it comes to audit time. And so today, I want to share with you that it's not a level playing field. Most businesses are disadvantaged when it comes to the requirements and what it is that a workers' compensation auditor is looking for when your workers' compensation policy is being audited. And in my experience, there is a wide range of how businesses operate and how businesses have prepared their job descriptions. Some businesses have no job descriptions at all to the larger companies that have a very formalized, detailed, outlined job description by class code. And so this conversation is geared toward all varieties here, especially if you don't have your information buttoned up. Many times during the audit process, there will be a worksheet that says, please tell us what your employees do and describe their job duties. And most people tend to get too specific or they tend to maybe write the one random thing that happens or occurs throughout of the year. And this is, in my opinion, this is kind of the trap that it's the gotcha to allow your business to be charged more money. Um, we talked about this earlier in one of our other private or our other podcasts um, with standard exception codes where If you've got a clerical person in the front of the house who goes in the back to clean the bathroom and you say, hey, she cleans the bathroom, no longer is that person clerical. She's the highest rated class person there is, whatever the shop rate is in the back. Um, We don't want those things to happen to your people, especially when you have more than one class code. So here's what we'd like to do. Here's the secret sauce. Uh, NCCI, which is the National Council on Compensation Insurance, has a product that insurance agents across the country can buy and that most states have adopted. And the product that insurance agents wanna use is going to be called the scopes manual. And the scopes manual is very helpful in determining what class code applies to a particular business. So it's really easy to look through and see what the description is, what the, Uh, NCCI has done a great job of saying, here's the four digit class code. Here's who it applies to. Here's the type of job duties that they do. And here is a cross-reference of other commonly used class codes along with this class code that you may want to consider if your business is slightly different. Um, Very, very, very helpful. Um, If I'm an insurance agent uh, meeting with a client that I just took over and I want to make sure they don't have any auto problems, I would take the class codes and I would sit down with that client and I would say, hey, this is how you're classified. Here's what we're looking at. Does this apply to you? And then I would then make sure that every employee within that organization is assigned to one of those class codes. And I would then make sure that the job descriptions that my company has also aligns with those class codes. That way, come audit time, 
the information that the business has matches the same information that the auditor is using. Where the disconnect is, is the insurance companies, the auditors, and NCCI are all using NCCI information. And you may be using something that you found off the internet or something that maybe you threw together last minute that's ultimately going to cost you more money. Here's how it's going to cost you more money. When your business buys insurance at the beginning of the year, maybe it's the first time, maybe it's a normal renewal. Um, we're going to use the class codes that were probably on your workers' compensation policy before. And for most people, those don't change. But if your business has grown, or maybe you're doing different things now because of COVID, or maybe you've taken on some different jobs and you're doing things that may not be normal or may not be things that you've done before, and you put that on the audit form, there's a good chance that if the insurance company can put you into a higher rated class and charge you more money, they will. The problem is you're not going to find this out until 14, 15, 16 months after your policy started. Policies last for 12 months, roughly two to three months after your policy expires, they do the audit and they say, what did you do in the last 12 months? This is when you figure it out, folks. If you've got weak job descriptions, you put the wrong information on an audit form and the auditors, their job is to follow the rules. Um, the rules are there for a reason. They want to follow the rules. They want to apply the rules uniformly to every business. And generally speaking, ignorance is not an acceptable reason of why you shouldn't be charged. Uh, they don't care. Ignorance, you can't use ignorance as a defense against the law. And you can't use ignorance as a defense to not pay a workers' compensation premium audit if, if you actually owe it. So do a little work at the beginning. Make sure that your job descriptions are updated. I mean, this whole process, folks, can take 15, 20 minutes. Um, copy them if you need to. Paraphrase. Make sure that your employees fall into one of those categories if you've got multiple class codes and make sure they're line itemed out accordingly. And that's what they, that's what you put on the audit form. Bob does this, Sally does this, Mary does this. And each one of those, whatever this is aligns to their four digit class code for workers comp and aligns to that job description. When you do this one thing at the beginning of your policy, you're going to eliminate a lot of audit headaches and a lot of potential overcharging at the very end. I hope this information was helpful for you folks. In, uh, in the next few weeks, we are going to be breaking down our process um, of new client onboarding. This is step one, making sure that the employees are assigned to the right class code so we don't get caught at audit time and we don't look like fools and we don't overcharge our clients. We wanna make sure that we're buttoned up from the beginning and that everybody is on the same page. Hope you're having a great day. Thanks for tuning in. If you have any other questions, please feel free to shoot those to us. Todd Tams at thecompeffect.com. Make it a great day.